This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, February 19th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Progress claimed on ag as talks resume. Backtracking on Lancet report and kernel of good news in tariff war. Progress on taking down China's ag barriers. Negotiators for China and the Trump administration continuing negotiations this week as President Donald Trump's March 1 deadline looms. The president has said in a weekend tweet that big progress is being made in the talks. And yesterday, Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue said some of that headway is in the negotiations to get China to lift its barriers on U.S. agriculture exports. Purdue told reporters, I think we can make real progress with the Chinese on ag issues, but it has to be real reform with an enforceability component. USDA Trade Undersecretary Ted McKinney and USTR Chief Ag Negotiator Greg Dowd, they're representing the interests of the U.S. farm sector in this week's talks. Purdue said U.S. and Chinese negotiators continue to wrangle with a wide variety of barriers that the U.S. would like to see removed but highlighted China's opaque and much-criticized biotech trade approval system. Purdue said, I think we're making progress on biotech issues. Purdue vows to continue fight for disaster aid. Purdue said he won't stop pushing Congress to approve a $3 billion agricultural disaster aid package for damage caused by hurricanes and wildfires last year, much of it in his home state of Georgia. Lawmakers left the package out of the spending package approved last week to advert another partial government shutdown, and Purdue expressed his frustration yesterday to reporters. It's extremely disappointing, Purdue said. Most producers were led to believe that this was a done deal, and I'm hoping that we can make sure it's a done deal very, very quickly in the near future. Purdue said USDA was in talks with the White House and leaders in Congress about the disaster aid before the spending bill was passed. Debate intensifies on Lancet. An author of the Lancet report that said humans need to cut way back on their consumption of red meat has told a critic of the report that the meat recommendations are really about eating healthy, not about reducing greenhouse gases. In a January 30 email to Frank Mitlerna, a professor and air quality specialist in the UC Davis Department of Animal Science, Foundation Science Director Fabrice de Klerk said the diet is not intended to reduce climate change, but to reduce the risk of premature mortality due to dietary-related health issues. To Mitlerna, who has long used data to dispute what he says are inflated estimates of livestock's contributions to climate change, the statement from de Klerk changed the entire narrative of the Lancet report, which the Lancet Commission calls the Global Planetary Health Diet. De Klerk's statement doesn't reflect how the Lancet Commission has said in the report or at events, Mitlerna said. De Klerk hasn't responded to an email seeking comment on his statement. So what's next? The issue of the report's scientific credibility isn't going away. But Lerner called the report sloppy and said it will be discussed when the U.N. Food and Agriculture Organization's Livestock Environmental Assessment and Performance Partnership meets in Rome on Friday. Fed banks. Trade war weighs on farm economy. Lenders in areas of the country where producers have been hit especially hard by tariffs expect a further decline in farm income and capital spending this year. 
The Fed Reserve Bank of Minneapolis reports three out of four lenders are signing continued low commodity prices as their number one concern this year, followed by trade and interest rate increases. It's the same story in the district covered by the Chicago Fed, which stretches from Iowa to Indiana and Michigan. Lenders there expect capital expenditures to be lower this year compared to the most recent year. This is the sixth year in a row. The Fed Reserve Bank of Kansas City says demand for farm loans remains high as farm finances continue to deteriorate and low commodity prices continue along with expectations of higher interest rates. A survey by the St. Louis Fed found two-thirds of ag bankers believe that local economic conditions will remain the same, while a third expect conditions to worsen this year. Pistachio exports to China strong despite tariffs. Bad weather at the worst possible time at Iran is saving the Chinese market for U.S. pistachio growers. According to USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service, Iran is producing just 52,000 tons of pistachios this year, down from the previous expectation for 173,000. In the meantime, U.S. pistachio production hit a new record high of 451,000 tons, and the Chinese, despite the tariffs that total 45%, will be buying them, according to the FAS prediction. With limited competition from Iran, U.S. exports are expected to gain 35,000 tons to a record 250,000 on higher shipments to China, the European Union, and Canada, according to the FAS. U.S. again goes after India for cheating on subsidies. The Trump administration is pounding India at the World Trade Organization yet again for reportedly lying about its support levels for farm commodities and breaking international commitments. The U.S., together with Canada, has filed a counter-notification to the WTO alleging India has been sharply under-reporting its market price supports for chickpeas, pigeon peas, black matpe, mung beans, and lentils. In previous notifications, the U.S. filed reports claiming similar cheating by the country on its support level for cotton, rice, and wheat. Under a WTO formula, India's market price support for each of those pulses far exceeded its allowable levels of trade-distorting domestic support, that according to the USTR and the USDA. The next WTO Agriculture Committee meeting, scheduled for February 26th and 27th, U.S. officials say they expect a robust discussion on how India implements and notifies its policies. Iowa ag-gag law blocked by federal court. A federal judge in Iowa has issued a permanent injunction blocking enforcement of the state's ag-gag law, which was approved to prevent undercover investigations of animal agriculture facilities. U.S. District Judge James Gritzer of the Southern District of Iowa decided in January the state's law violates the First Amendment. The state did not object to the injunction, but wanted to delay it until the court ruled on attorney fees in the case. Animal welfare activists have successfully blocked similar laws in Utah and Idaho. Litigation challenging a North Carolina law is ongoing. Here's today's He Said It. These were devastating issues beyond farmers' control, similar to what we saw in 2017. That Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue about the weather disasters in the South. He said, quote, there is no way 
you can justify having a 2017 disaster program and not a 2018 disaster program. Well, that is Daybreak for this Tuesday, February 19th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.